भगवद गीता चैप्टर सेवन टेक्स्ट फाइव अपरेयम तस्वन्याम प्रकृतिम विधि में पराम जीवभूताम महाबाहो ययेदम धार्यते जगत अपरा इन्फीरियर Iyam, this, ita, besides this, tu, but, anyam, another, prakritim, energy, vidhi, just try to understand, me, my, param, superior, jiva bhutam, comprising the living entities, Mahabaho, O Mighty Armed One, Yaya, by whom, Idam, this, Dharyate, is utilized or exploited, Jagat, the material world. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Yasir Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation, besides these, O mighty Amna Arjuna, there is another superior energy of mind which comprises the living entities who are exploiting the resources of this material inferior nature. Please repeat, besides these, O mighty Amna Arjuna, there is another superior energy of mind which comprises the living entities who are exploiting the resources of this material inferior nature. <coughs> if we go to the original version of this, it said sustaining the universe. Besides this inferior nature of mighty Arjuna, there is a superior energy of mind which are all living entities who are struggling with material nature and are sustaining the universe. But actually, it's uh, synonymous. We will we will study why. So we will, anyway, we are here now on the original translation page. So, purport. Here it is clearly mentioned, I think it's too small, it can't be done. Go back to here it is clearly mentioned that living entities belong to the superior nature or energy of the Supreme Lord. The inferior energy is matter manifested in different elements, namely earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, intelligence and false ego. Both forms of material nature, namely gross, earth, etc. That means earth, water, fire, air and ether. And subtle, mind, intelligence and false ego, three, are products of the inferior energy. Now, because I think some of you have not come to the previous class. So, I don't know. Because I think 
there will be no context of what we are talking about. So Krishna is explaining that to understand Him, we have to understand Him and His energies. And His energies are broadly classified as two, superior energy, inferior energy. And of course, there is third energy which is Maya, sorry, which is a living entity. Superior energy is Yoga Maya or Antaranga Shakti, internal potency, which is exhibited in the spiritual world by Kunti. In this material world, the external potency is manifested and that is Mahamaya, what we call as Maya, the illusory energy is Mahamaya. And the third energy is us, all of us, the living entities, who are actually spiritual but can be overpowered by the influence of the material nature if they choose to disobey the Supreme Lord. So they can come under the influence of the inferior nature because of they are being very tiny. As we know, the soul, Atma is very small. Balagra Shata Bhagasya, Shatadha Kalpitasya, Jeevo Bhago Savignaya, Sachanantyaya Kalpate. So the Vedic literature is describing the size of the soul, Atma, as one ten thousandth part of the tip of the human hair. So the cross section of the hair. You know what is cross section? Cross section means, you know the length of the hair? This is the length of the hair. But if you see the diameter of the hair, how thick it is, and that is called the cross section. So if the cross section is divided into 10,000 parts, that one part is the size of the soul. This is the description in the Vedas. So we have very scientific, specific, accurate descriptions of the soul and also of the material world, everything. So Krishna is saying in the in the 7th chapter beginning, this is also 7th chapter, 5th verse only today. In the first chapter he said, if you hear from me, then you will know everything about me without doubt. Asamshayam samagram maam if we want to know about anyone, we have to know from that person. Of course, he can lie. <laughs> Krishna does not lie. So, if I have to know about you, for example, I have to ask you, where are you from? You know, how old are you? What are you doing? So, if you reveal, then I will understand. So, <clears throat> Similarly, if we want to know about God, we have to know from Him. We cannot uh, theorize in our minds, in our intelligence about Him because our intelligence is way too small. What are we thinking? If we are trying to contain the infinite God in our mind or intelligence with, to understand Him, what are, we going, what are we thinking about ourselves? We are thinking we are so great that we can capture Him. No. So the only way to know Him is Nāyamātmā pravachanena labhya na medhaya na bahuna shrutena So, whichever we may try studying many scriptures, going to many philosophers or uh, listening many lectures, many kathas are going on, Ram katha, Krishna katha, Bhagavad katha, Vishnu Puran katha, especially in northern India. Southern India, that culture is gone. People go to temple, do some ritual and come out. In North India, at least there is some hearing 
there's some katha which is good provided the speaker is authorized actually temples are a place of learning they are a university of spiritual science they're not simply a place where you know you chit chat do some do something or everybody is doing their own thing when they go to temple some people are sitting like this meditating something some people are you know doing some homa some people breaking coconuts ultimately they don't know why they are doing it hmm? and uh, they go back and then nothing changes in their life nothing changes means not that we oh something happened no our lifestyle first of all have to change our outlook of life have to change we have to understand first of all who am i hmm. but zero the the so called brahmins they are not teaching so actually they are not brahmins they may have thread and everything they must be doing puja but this is not the real activity of a brahmana brahmana must teach he must learn and teach so anyway so the katha so many kathas but even if we go to many kathas we cannot understand and you may say why are you talking then close your class no go go home <laughs> you may say here this katha is different pravachana pravachana means speech ordinary speech is different from revealed knowledge here it is not my speech what i am presenting to you is krishna's words so it is not my concocted my speculated speech if it is my speculated speech yes then you should not listen and nowadays many so called babas yogis gurus swamis they are speaking whatever they want so nayam atma pravachanena labhya na medhaya with our intelligence with hearing many people um bahuna shrutena if we read many scriptures oh let me understand i'll read all the scriptures of all religions of the world so that i can understand no we cannot understand na medhaya na bahuna shrutena yame vaisha vrunute tena labhyas tasyaisha atma vivrunute tanum swam whoever krishna chooses he will know about krishna krishna has to choose then only i will know. i may say yes prabhu this is good actually krishna chose me all of you speaking listening reading all the waste of time one lady came to me one day few years ago i think about 3 4 years ago so she was she was having wild ideas about spiritual life so i was explaining to her no there has there is standard so i was quoting from bhagavad gita everything she was saying i was replying from a verse from bhagavad gita she said you all have only bookish knowledge you are just nerds you are just book knowledge i have practical i have i have personal connection with krishna krishna is talking to me he is revealing to me you are all you know some bookish knowledge so this is sometimes like you see this verse yame vaisha let's so you see yamevaish vrunudetena whoever krishna chooses he will know about krishna oh, people may miss take advantage of ah, yes krishna chose me you are uh, yeah you are like you know they quote this verse of narad muni uh, not verse 
is a fabricated story of Narad Muni. Narad Muni is such a great devotee, you know. He is the greatest devotee, one of the greatest devotees in the whole universe. He has made many, many thousands of great devotees. But he, unfortunately, so-called Hindus, they depict him as a comedian. If you see a serial, he will be the comedian. They make him a joke. And they made one story, no, no basis in any scripture. They made the story that, um, you know, there was a... Narad Muni went to Narayan and he was thinking he was a great devotee, it seems. This is how they project. And then uh, Lord Vishnu wanted to teach him a lesson. And uh, Narad Muni told him that I preach to this uh, farmer to chant Hare Krishna. He is very fallen, he doesn't have any time, so ask him to chant Hare Krishna. So, Vishnu said it seems that, oh, but he chants three times a day. Yeah, only three times a day, he used to chant every time. Okay, then he asked uh, Narad Muni to carry one pot on his head with water, you know, and then carry and go around, I think whole universe, something like this, some, some detail is there. So, and then you, what, not one drop of water should fall. So, okay, then he went all the way and then carefully paid full attention to the water not falling and he came back and yes, I did it. Not a single drop of water fell. Okay, did you chant Hare Krishna while doing it? Oh, I forgot. Ah, you see? You are busy, you forgot once also you do not chant, but the farmer is chanting three times a day. So, he is greater than you. This story nonsense rascaldom is going on in India. You see, Narad Muni is so cheap that when he focus, focuses on something, carrying something, he cannot chant Hare Krishna. Either. They don't understand what is the standard of pure devotee. Hmm. So, real thing is, Krishna chooses, yes, whoever Krishna chooses, he can know Krishna. But whom will Krishna choose? If I say that Bhagavad Gita is his bookish knowledge, what, what respect do I have for Krishna's words? People, uh, uh, people give more weight to some fanciful visions, some dreams, some experiences. They think this is direct connection with Krishna. But there is a book, what is that book? There is direct connection. <laughs> Directly the words of Sri Bhagavan Uvacha. Directly Krishna is speaking. That we don't take much care, we don't even read, we don't even open that book. And if somebody says, oh, there is just bookish knowledge, that itself shows his status. That lady, I told her, your this rascal statement shows your nonsense level of understanding. You have zero connection with Krishna. You know what? You just get out of the temple now. I told her, like, like you are standing in front of Krishna and directly you are uh, insulting his words, Bhagavad Gita, who is non-different from Krishna. You don't deserve to be here, get out. Because this is nonsense. How can she talk like that? Hmm. So, real thing is, you know, when people <laughs> people want to show that they are connected to Krishna, saying, oh, I got some dream, I got some vision. So, actually, there is a nice verse I just read recently, just three days ago, four days ago. Uh, first canto, sixth chapter. 20th and 21st. Let me show you. 
So Krishna chooses. Okay, let's see. Who sometimes I think Krishna chose them. Okay, let's see they are blind. But Krishna actually did not choose them. See here, one six twenty per four. One, one upon whom his mercy is bestowed can hear him. The Lord was much pleased with Naradmani. This is about the story of Naradmani's previous life. Hey, no, no sound, please. This is the story of Naradmani's previous life, where he was actually a maid servant's son. Hmm? Then he became Naradmani in this life. So the Lord was. Mu- this is talking about his previous life when he was a boy. The Lord was much pleased with Naradmani and therefore the necessary strength was invested in him so that he could hear the Lord. It is not however possible for others to perceive directly the touch of the Lord during the probationary stage of regulative devotional service. That means when we are uh, becoming trained to become a devotee in the elementary stages, we cannot have this direct touch of the Lord. This is statements of Bhagavatam, not mine. This is Prabhupada's purport and next the verse itself is said. Not saying something from my is here. The Lord, who spoke this, you know? The Lord Himself spoke. When he heard the pleasing words of the Lord, the feelings of separation were to some extent. Okay, this is Okay, here, 1621. Hantas Minjanmanibhavan O Narada, the Lord said, I regret that during this lifetime you will not be able to see me anymore. Though this is previous life, not this life. This life he is always seeing the Lord. Okay. You will not be able to see me anymore. Those who are incomplete in service and who are not completely free from all material taints can hardly see me. So this is not something, some cheap thing, you know. We cannot make it a cheap thing. No. Prabhupada, you know, he told one story of one uh, woman who wrote a book in, she is from Mumbai. <coughs> she wrote one book that Krishna came and, you know, he was pulling her sari, asking her to come to Raslila in the night. Prabhupada is nonsense. So, so some people think Krishna chose them. Krishna is directly talking to them. Krishna is directly talking to everyone. It is just that we are not hearing. Bhagavad Gita is there for the whole world to read. He is directly talking. Sri Bhagavan Uvacha. The word is said there. How many times Sri Bhagavan Uvacha, Bhagavan Uvacha. That we don't hear. Some dream. When we are awake, we don't hear what Krishna is saying. When we are sleeping that time, we want to hear Krishna. The whole point of Krishna speaking is to wake us up. And this fellow is doing sleeping and then he is hearing Krishna in the sleep. This is rubbish. So, then whom will Krishna choose? <coughs> Krishna will choose a person in the Adipuran. Krishna says, Yeme bhakta jana partha. Name bhakta ascate jana. Yeme bhakta jana partha. Name bhakta ascate. Whoever considers, I am devotee of Krishna. 
Krishna first of all says, you are not my devotee, get lost. You are not my devotee, out. Mad bhaktanam ye bhaktas, teme bhakta tamamata. Whoever is the devotee of my devotee, who is a servant of my devotee, ah, then I will begin noticing him. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu showed us, Gopi bhartu padakamalayor dasa dasanu dasaha. I want to become the servant of the servant of the servant of the maintainer of the gopis, Krishna. So we have to surrender to a devotee of Krishna, who is a pure devotee, Acharya. In our case, Srila Prabhupada is there. Unless we do this, Krishna will not be interested in us. This is a secret if you want to attract Krishna. Shortcut. If you want shortcut to Krishna, go servant, 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 million times, uh, catch hold of that person. <laughs> you serve him, shortcut. There, there is a nice verse, you know. King Kulashekar is saying. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Dasa, Dasa, Anu, Dasa, three times. Dasa, Dasa, Dasa. You see what Kulashekar is saying. This is, he is from Sri Sampradaya. One of the twelve hours. So he said, Majjan mana phalamidam madhukaita bhare Madhprarthaniya madhanugraha esha eva Tvadhritya bhritya paricharaka bhritya 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 sya bhritya itimam Smaralokanatha O enemy of the madhu and kaitaba, these are two demons. O Lord of the Universe, the perfection of my life and the most cherished mercy you could show me would be for you to consider me the servant of 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 of your servant. Seven times. Here is another verse also. I think... uh, This is from Vritrasara. I think 1124, I think. Huh. 61124. This is from the Shatushloki, 6th canto. 6th canto is summarized in these four verses, starting from 61124, 25, 26, 27. This is from Vritrasura. He said, Aham Haretava Dasanu daso bhavitasmi bhuya Manasmareta supater punamste Grunita vakarma karotukaya O my Lord, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, may I again be able to be a servant of your eternal servants, again, who find shelter only at your lotus feet. O Lord of my life, may I again become their servant so that my mind may always think of your transcendental attributes, my ma- my words always glorify those attributes and my body always engage in the loving service of the Lordship. So, in summary, Krishna chooses, whoever Krishna chooses, he can know Krishna and Krishna chooses a person who serves his devotee. Therefore, he says, uh, what is that? <clears throat> Madhbhakta puja bhyadhika. Madhbhakta puja bhyadhika. That means serving or um, serving my devotee, Krishna says, 
is better than serving me. Hmm. So that that is how we qualify. This is stated in other verses. So many verses are there like this. <clears throat> now, Krishna is saying, Tatshrunu, Asamshayam Samagrammam Yathagnyasasi Tatshrunu. To, in order to know him, we must know from him. So when we are speaking here in this temple, we are quoting Krishna's words. So this is not my pravachan. This is Krishna's pravachan. If I tell something, then it becomes my speculation. That is useless in understanding Krishna. But if we discuss Krishna's words and the words of those who have realized Krishna, the pure devotees, Yes, then we will have positive scientific knowledge of God. Janati tattvam bhagavan mahim no nachanye gopichiran michinvan. So, in that knowledge of Krishna, we have to understand Krishna and his energies. Now, if I want to know, say, about Steve Jobs, and if I don't care about Apple company, I just want to know Steve Jobs. That is one of his energies. Yeah, you can know something about Steve Jobs apart from Apple Company, but Apple Company is a big part of his life. Just an example. So, if you want to know him completely, you cannot exclude this thing. So, similarly, if you want to know about Krishna completely, we have to know all his energies. He has multifarious energies. Some material, some spiritual. Not some. When we say some, it is very... It's an inadequate word. <laughs> infinite spiritual energies, infinite material energies. But they are summarized in this. So, Vishnu Shakti Para Prokta Kshetra Gnyakya Tathapara Avidya Karma Samyanya Tritiya Shakti Rishyate So, this is complete understanding of God. Hmm? What is that? The potency of Lord Vishnu is summarized in three categories. Namely, the spiritual potency, the living entities and ignorance which is the material potency, Maya. The spiritual potency is full of knowledge. The living entities, although belonging to the spiritual potency, are subject to bewilderment. And the third energy, which is full of ignorance, is always visible in fruitive activities. Okay. So, these are the three energies. So, in our previous class, we have um, studied the inferior material energy. Huh? What is the material energy? He summarized, Krishna summarized material energy. Now you may say, oh, this is all material knowledge. I don't want to, I want to know, I want to only know spiritual knowledge. I don't want this material. A devotee is not interested in enjoy, when the enjoying spirit comes, that is material. But when we use everything for Krishna, that is spiritual. Why is a devotee interested in a battlefield? That's a Probably the last thing the devotee would be interested in, a war. But because Krishna was interested in that battle, the devotee also becomes interested. So it becomes spiritual. So nothing is material. Everything, if we know its connection with Krishna, then it's not material. Then we are learning it in the proper way. But if we learn about material energy devoid of its connection with Krishna, that is material knowledge. But if it is, if we learn it with in conjunction with 
Krishna. Yes, that is Krishna. Like for example, creation. Let's say one example, creation. The material scientists are explaining it. There was a big bang. Something exploded, and everything came into existence. And that's all. There's no source of that explosion. Nothing. Nothing explained. So we have also explanation of creation in our scriptures, and it's very very detailed. How Krishna expanded into the Purushavatars and then the three Purushavatars. First Purushavatar, Karnataka Vishnu. From his pores, the universes are coming out as he is lying, as he is exhaling. The universe is coming into existence. As he inhales, the universes are destroyed. So the entire lifetime of the universe is one breath of Mahavishnu. It's like, and each of the elements, like all the eight elements, you know, in the, in the previous verse we have studied this, the material, material energy of Krishna, which is these eight elements. Bhoomi rāpona lovāyu khammano buddhirevacha ahankāra itiyamme bhinnā prakriti rashtadhā Earth, water, fire, air, ether. These are the five gross elements. Panchabhūta, Panchamahābhūta. And then mind, intelligence and false ego. This is the subtle elements. So these eight, five gross elements, three subtle elements, combined together form the ingredients of the material world. So this he summarized in the 7th chapter, 4th verse, the previous verse. And we have actually studied this a little bit in depth. How they interact, how each of these elements come into existence. We have quoted from the 3rd canto, 10th chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam. If you want, you can go back and watch that lecture, 7.4 on our YouTube channel. So, now in this verse, today's verse, he is describing the position of the other energy. One is material energy. Now, the marginal energy. We are called the marginal energy. Margin means, you know, this way or that way. So, so sometimes, actually we are spiritual. We are spiritual. The Atma is spirit. But, when it is in its pure state, it exhibits its spiritual qualities in full. But, when it is overpowered by material energy, then it will exhibit material qualities. The example is given the, of the beach and the ocean shore, the shore of the ocean. So, here is water, here is land, but then right in the middle is the shore, the beach. In fact, in Hindi also, it's like, it's like beach man. <laughs> it's like in between the land and water. Why? It is land. The beach is nothing but land only. When it is not covered, when it, in its true form, it is land. When it is covered by water, we, th- we take it as part of the ocean. Now we consider it ocean. When it's low tide, oh, this is land. When it's high tide, ocean. So, actually it is only land. It is sometimes overpowered, sometimes not. So, the spirit soul, we, are also like that, marginal. So, sometimes we can be overpowered by maya. So, that is our position. So, Krishna is explaining that, our position in today's verse. So, this is the background of today's class. and We haven't even started anything. So, <clears throat> let's read the purport. So, here it is clearly mentioned that living entities belonging, belong to the superior nature. So, hmm, 
So we have known the material energy, we are the marginal energy. The spiritual energy, just like here there is Mahamaya, in the spiritual world there is Yogamaya. Mahamaya makes us forget Krishna, Yogamaya helps us to remember Krishna. For example, Mother Yashoda, she does not know that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And here in this material world, also nobody knows that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God. Very rarely people know. So what is the difference between the non-devotee who does not know Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and Yashoda Maya who also does not know Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead? What is the difference then? In one, in the material world, we forget him, we deny him, there is zero love, zero attachment. Whereas in the case of Mother Yashoda, by the influence of Yogamaya, she forgets Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, so that it will increase her feeling of motherhood for Krishna. If I know, if a mother knows that this is God, she will fall at his feet. Krishna does not want that. Krishna wants somebody to care for her, care for him as a mother. Not Krishna wants, she wants to serve in that way as a mother. Mother also is a servant of the child. She serves the child. In fact, 24 hours duty. Overtime, all time, everything. So, is it service? So, anybody who wants to serve Krishna in the, in the way of a mother or father, Krishna allows. And Krishna will become the perfect child. And if she knows that he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, her feeling for him as a mother will be stunted. It will be out of respect. Uh, fall at his feet, you know, very a lot of distance is there in such a relationship. Whereas as a mother, she will try to beat him, try to tie him up. This is more intimate and Krishna wants that. Sometimes Krishna gets disgusted with people, everybody glorifying him with nice prayers. <laughs> of course, he appreciates, but he also wants variety. <laughs> he wants somebody to chastise him, scold him, tie him up, beat him. He likes that. <laughs> Therefore, he does mischief to get beaten up by Mother Yashoda. <laughs> but of course, when she comes to beat him, <laughs> she will forget. Out of love, she will, you know. Of course, she tied him up though. You know? She punishes him. So, he wants that. So, that is more, he considers that more than any Vedic shloka. The tying up of Krishna by rope, he considers it better than any deity worship or clothing him in nice decorative ornaments. He considers it more. Because it's done out of love. But of course, now, oh Prabhu, that is good. I also, actually Krishna, everybody is, you know, everybody is, uh, you know, glorifying him. I will do the variety because Krishna is disgusted with all the devotees, you know. I will be the one who will, you know, will uh, satisfy Krishna. I will chastise him. From tomorrow onwards, I will scold Krishna. Huh? Huh? Don't go too far. Huh? Not that oh, all devotees are, are, you know, offering shlokas. They are all disgusting. I will scold Krishna. I will satisfy. Krishna will kick us so bad. <laughs> 
बुढ़ा जन्मनी जन्मनी नेवर सी ह्यूमन लाइफ इन अंदर मिलियंस ऑफ इयर्स सो दिस इज नॉट टू बी इमिटेटेड दिस इज टू बी फॉर द डिवोटी ऑफ दैट स्टैंडर्ड यू नो सो एनीवे सो द डिफरेंस इज ऑल्दो दे मेना सुपरफिशियली दे मे नॉट नो द सुप्रीमेसी ऑफ कृष्णा द नॉन डिवोटी एंड मदर यशोद बट इट इज वर्ल्ड्स अपार्ट literally worlds apart one is in the material world one is in the spiritual world so there she is fully conscious of krishna more than those big big scholars of the vedas also more than brahaspati more than brahmani everybody brahma also hmm. lord brahma sometimes try to play mischief with krishna yashoda maya will never do that he has sometimes doubts brahma he sometimes tests krishna whether is really god or uh, let me let me see whether he is really god or not yashoda will yashoda doesn't care whether he is god or not she just loves him so that is higher than brahma's position ha so anyway so he is revealing himself here now ha in the yoga maya is exhibited in the spiritual world mahamaya in the material world and we are the marginal energy tatastha shakti we are called in another word tatastha shakti tatastha means in the center now here it is clearly mentioned with that context we will go to the purport now <laughs> here it is clearly mentioned that living entities belong to the superior nature or energy of the supreme lord the inferior energy is matter manifested in different elements namely earth water fire air ether mind intelligence and false ego both forms of material nature namely gross earth etc and subtle mind etc are products of the inferior energy the living entities who are exploiting these inferior energies for different purposes are the superior energy of the supreme lord and it is due to this energy that the entire material world functions yayedam dharyate dharyami dharyan means to hold to sustain that's why in the original book it is sustaining the universe but if you see the word to word meaning dharyate you see being utilized or exploited when this translation sustaining it is actually not different it is the same thing sustaining the universe means uh, it's not that we are holding the universe i am god now no no it is like this the movements of the material nature act um, happen because of the touch of the living entities for example i Three years ago, I think I went to this museum. Not, I don't know. It's a building. It's an old building in Singapore. There were some pictures of Singapore were in 1923, 1936, those days. Orchard Road, photo of Orchard Road, 1923. Now, anybody who stays in Singapore, you know, Orchard Road is there, like the the real hi-fi place of Singapore. It's like busiest and the most central street of Singapore. but 1923 orchard road was like a village you know like one woman was carrying one pot you know with water like this and going some village sidewalk orchard road <laughs> why i'm telling that because it would have remained the same was it not for a person who developed the country here it was likwanyo who actually accelerated the development of singapore so in other words the material the, the matter it won't change unless it is touched by the supreme uh, by the superior energy the living entity 
a building does not just automatically come up it takes a living entity in fact many many living entities many souls to construct it the engineer the planner the architect everything and the workers everybody machines so much goes into a construction so the living entities are the ones who exploit or manipulate and they sustain the movements of this living and i mean the whole material world in fact there is no need for material world if there was no living entities rebellious it's like there's no need of a prison house if there were no criminals but there will be some criminals and government has to provide for them so we are like that criminals the cosmic manifestation has no power to act unless it is moved by the superior energy of the living entity this is the what is mean by uh, meant by sustaining the universe energies are always controlled by the energetic and therefore the living entities are always controlled by the lord they have no independent existence they are never equally powerful as unintelligent men think sometimes they think i am as powerful as god if he is as powerful as god he should be contr- able to control his first of all his bladder when the urine comes he should be able to control that also he cannot control and is god <coughs> they are never equally powerful as unintelligent men think the distinction between the living entities and the lord is described in shrimad bhagavatam 1087/3 as follows <coughs> अपरिमिता ध्रुवास्तनुभृतो यदि सर्वगता तरहि न शास्यते तिनियमो ध्रुवनेतरथा अजनिय अजनिचयन्मयं तदविमुच्यनियंत्र भवेत् सममनुजानतां यदमतं मतदुष्टतया ओ सुप्रीम इटर्नल इफ द एम्बॉडिड लिविंग एंटिटीज वर इटर्नल and all pervading like you means if the living entities we are as all pervading as krishna <coughs> then they would not be under your control but if the living entities are accepted as minute energies of your lordship then they are at once subject to your supreme control therefore real liberation entails surrender by the living entities to your control <coughs> and that surrender will make them happy so real liberation means not that i am i'm out of all control i'm a free bird just imagine for a second would we want to be free you may say yes okay so no law no government free is it a happy situation <laughs> there will be thieves rogues every all kind of criminal will, criminals will thrive so there has to be control <coughs> um just like in our own life when we were under control of our parents we did not have so many uh, anxieties right we just played as adults can we play like that even the sports people who play they have a lot of anxieties they also have a lot of the whole country is you know watching them they have so much anxiety <coughs> their playing is full of seriousness full of anxious playing <coughs> but in the childhood the playing is totally different carefree you know so but only when one grows up oh then he has all anxieties will start he has to find for himself he has to find money i think this is a distraction 
people doesn't don't listen you know <coughs> so real liberation means entails surrender of the living by the living entities to your control so instead of a bad government they must come under the good government that is liberation <coughs> like you know indian independence swatantrata so right in 1940s there was a struggle of independence right before 1947 hearing every country has an independent story singapore also has india has many countries now before independence they were under british rule there was a government after independence there was also government <laughs> where is independence <coughs> so still there is government but favorable government at least that was the hope now what happened after that that's another story but the hope is i may be out of uh, bad government and maybe there will be better government with that hope only everybody goes to the election and then votes hopefully a future ruler will be good so with that hope they put say one good government so that is our nature we have to be under a control so we have to be under the real control of the supreme lord not under maya so that is real liberation not that liberation means i'll become god those who think like that they're rascals that is what is mentioned here therefore real liberation entails surrender by the living entities to your control and that surrender will make them happy it's like a child happy just surrender to the parents and then the parents will take care of in that constitutional position one only can they be controllers actually there is a fact so if we become a servant of krishna then we will be in total control of our mind our body of all the situation everything goswami means one who has control his senses one can only be a goswami if he becomes a das of krishna swami means master das means servant if he becomes servant of krishna then only we can become the master of our senses if we become try to become the master then we become the servant of the senses servant of everything the more we think we are the master the more we become the servant the more we become the servant of krishna the more we become the master of our senses our existence on krishna's strength in that constitutional position only can they be controllers therefore men with limited knowledge who advocate the monistic theory that god and the living entity are equal in all respects are actually guided by a faulty and polluted opinion so monistic monism means monism you know monologue dialogue dialogue means two people at least talking monologue means one person talking like what i'm doing right now this is a monologue so monism means <coughs> one this is called advaitam the shankaracharya's philosophy is this advaitam so this is a faulty philosophy because we cannot be one with god we are one in quality but we are different in quantity <coughs> god is infinite we are infinitesimal like the drop of the sea water and the total sea water if you say the total sea water it has 35% of salt and if you take a drop of that sea water it also has 35% of salt so quality wise same 35% but the quantity here milligrams of salt there tons and tons of salt there is a difference between us and the lord 
qualitatively one but quantitatively different hmm. <coughs> so the monistic theory those who advocate the monistic theory that god and the living entities are equal in all respects are actually guided by a faulty and polluted opinion so why this verse is quoted because today's verse says krishna is saying they are my separate um, superior energy he never said they are equal to me so that distinction is being elucidated in this verse so the supreme lord krishna is the only controller and the living entities are controlled by him these living entities are his superior energy because the quality of their existence is one and the same with the supreme but they are never equal to the lord in quantity of power while exploiting the gross and subtle inferior energy or matter the superior energy the living entity forgets his real spiritual mind and intelligence this forgetfulness is due to the influence of matter upon the living entity but when the living entity becomes free from the influence of the illusory material energy he attains the stage of uh, stage called mukti or liberation the false ego under the influence of material illusion thinks i am matter and material acquisitions are mine i am this, i i think i am an indian i am proud to be an indian what is this misidentification why we are thinking we are indian because my body was born in india but i am not the body that's the first lesson of bhagavad so i am not indian i am not man i am not woman i am not human being i am i'm a soul so but we tend to of course on uh, general talk we may ask like how old are you but actually we are ageless honestly living entity was na jayate mriyate vakadachin nayam bhutva bhavita vanabhuya na jayate mriyate vakadachin is no nobody we were never born and we will never die the atma never undergoes these changes the body undergoes so if i think i am 50 years old that means i am thinking i am the body of course sometimes we ask you prabhu how old are you sometimes they, they give a smart answer no i am infinite good but we are asking about the body so on <coughs> general talk we may we may say like that but we should understand philosophically that honestly we we never take birth and die so because we think i am matter i think that material acquisitions are mine this family is mine this is my father this is my mother and that is only for this life what about the previous life you had a separate set of father and mother so who is the real father and mother in the last life we also said this is my father and mother previously yes this is my father and mother then now we are saying this is my father and mother we have millions of times we have said this so this is all false identification his actual position is realized when he is liberated from all material ideas including the conception of his becoming one in all respects with god therefore one may conclude that the gita confirms the living entity to be one only of the uh, sorry gita confirms the living entity to be only one of the multi energies of krishna and when this energy is freed from material contamination it becomes fully krishna conscious or liberated so almost come to the end of the session <clears throat> so if we just 
ट्राई टू अंडरस्टैंड दिस पार्ट सो अपरेयम अपरा इम इतस्तु अन्याम सो अपरा एंड परा प्रकृति अपरा मीन्स इंफीरियर परा मीन्स सुपीरियर प्रकृति दिस इज वर्ड इंपॉर्टेंट प्रकृति मीन्स वॉट प्रकृति मीन्स वॉट वॉट इज प्रकृति नेचर प्रकृति मीन्स नेचर बट नेचर द एक्जैक्ट ट्रांसलेशन इज एनर्जी प्रकृति मीन्स एनर्जी लाइक दिस इज लाइक से दिस इज माई नेचर द मीन्स दिस इज वॉट आई डिस्प्ले माई सेल्फ एस सो प्रकृतिम सो पीपल से द मदर नेचर nature has produced how can mother produce anything without father mother cannot produce child so if we say mother that means there has to be father so prakritim we are prakritim the purusha the male prakriti or energy is always female yeah, female means that which is to be enjoyed male means the enjoyer purusha means enjoyer or the male prakriti means the enjoyed the female so we are actually prakriti we are energy of krishna so we are supposed to be enjoyed by krishna he is the only male we are all actually spiritually female even the cowherd boys friends of krishna technically they are female in the sense that they are to be enjoyed by krishna they are not enjoy- in the material world we are trying to be the enjoyer we being prakriti we are trying to be take on the role of a purusha even even a woman of this material world is behaving like a purusha male this male mentality that i want to enjoy that is our problem nowadays this is a very common movement this uh, clibium in sanskrit we say clibium clibium klibaha means yunak klibaha means yunak krishna used the word clibium means uh, weakness non manly nowadays this is very common the women think they are man man think they are woman transgender what is all this yeah. this is becoming popular now it was there all the time since the beginning of creation it was there but now they are trying to become prominent they have their uh, preferred pronouns they say oh you should not call me he if you are referring to me you cannot say he you must say they or sometimes z h e z something like making their own pronouns <laughs> it's actually quite hilarious uh, because biologically there are only two genders no matter what you may say gender is not a spectrum gender is binary there is male there is female if a female is thinking is male there is a problem with the mind male is thinking is a female is a problem with the mind you don't understand that so but they are making a huge uh, thing so when somebody comes up with this argument 
I always say like this. If you want different pronouns, please have your own different toilet. Huh? Don't go to male toilet, don't go to female toilet. Go somewhere else. Otherwise you are encroaching in privacy. They don't know whether you are male or female, you are going to the wrong one. So don't do this. So behave yourself. You build your own toilet and do somewhere else, privately. Because this is what it's all about. It's all about the genitals. It's all about the genitals. Whom they want to have sex with. And that's a big identity. Oh, I am this, I am this, I am this. All based on what? Genitals. The whole, their whole focus is on the genitals. They want to have sex with the wrong person. That's it. I mean, for us in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, what is that? <coughs> that was? Very easy to remember. Dharmavirudho bhuteshu kamosmi bharatar shabha. Kama, lust or sex life. Krishna says, <coughs> I am sex life which is not contrary to religious principles. <coughs> that means sex life which is not contrary to religious principles, that is, that is alright. Now what is sex life contrary... Uh, not contrary to religious principles. First of all, within marriage. Only within marriage. Then, only for procreation. To begetting children. To beget children. This is authorized sex. Anything else is illicit sex. What to speak of homosexuality and all this. So many, so many, they have words now. So, all this, what, what is this? So this is all illicit, basically. All of it comes under illicit sex. So, no matter what one's identity so-called is. It's so, so this movement has its origin in us. We all are actually female, prakriti, behaving like male. I think uh, lesbian, it's called lesbian, right? Where one of them tries to be a male. One of them tries to be female. And the gay also, one of them tries to be male, one of them female. But they cannot produce any child. They cannot produce child. Is <laughs> put, what is that? Uh, what is that? Uh, bha, what is that? Uh, what is that? Putra Pinda Prayojanam. And before that, the line. Putra kriyate bhari or something, whatever. No. The purpose of marrying is to produce child and the, produ- the purpose of producing child is to... Okay, there are many purposes. First of all, <coughs> make him a devotee. But the main, it is for our own purification also because in the... You know, there is Pindadan, Shraddha ceremony. So the son will do the Shraddha ceremony for the, the ancestor, the departed soul. So that even if he, he was supposed to fall to hell, he will be elevated as long as that Vishnu Prasadam is given to him Shraddha every year. He will not fall to hell. So for that reason, Putra Pinda Prayojanam. And for that reason, marriage is done. And of course, to regulate the senses. Instead of unrestricted like pig, you know, having sex with mother, sister, daughter, everybody without any control. Okay, have some control, one woman and, you know. Of course, polygamy was allowed in previous times. When man could manage, now they cannot manage one house. And anyway, legally also is not allowed. 
so <coughs> that was but still in that marriage also it's only for begetting children and making them krishna conscious this is the proper use of sex life so anyway we are prakriti we are female but we are having this male mentality right now this is the original spiritual what is this homosexuality going on here we have a problem we are supposed to be acting as female in cooperation with krishna for him to enjoy rishikena rishikesha sevanam but we are doing rishikena uh, what atma sevanam like our own uh, gratification our senses must be used for gratifying krishna's senses krishna is the only enjoyer govindam adipurusham adipurusham means the original purusha we are fake purusha we are fake purusha purusha prakriti sthohi bhungte prakriti jan gunan so that purusha we are sometimes referred to as purusha also because we are in the material world in the in the spiritual world they are not considered as purusha although they may have male bodies so <clears throat> so we are classified as today in this verse as prakriti now because time is running out so just these uh, यया सम्मोहितो जीव आत्मानं त्रिगुणात्मकं परोपि मनुतेनर्थं तत्कृतं चाभिपद्यते ड्यू टू दिस एक्सटर्नल एनर्जी द लिविंग एंटिटी ऑल्दो ट्रांसेंडेंटल टू द थ्री मोड्स ऑफ मेटीरियल नेचर थिंक्स ऑफ हिमसेल्फ एज अ मेटीरियल प्रोडक्ट एंड दस अंडर गोज द रिएक्शन ऑफ मेटीरियल मिसरीज वी थिंक आवर सेल्स एज अ मेटीरियल प्रोडक्ट आई एम दिस बॉडी विच इज अ प्रोडक्ट ऑफ द मेटीरियल नेचर इज माई प्रॉब्लम so this is due to the influence of the material energy and just to side track a bit a, a by product of this misidentification is mentioned in this verse vilajjamana yayasya sthatu meksha pathe muya vimohita vikathante mamaham mit durdhiyah the illusory energy of the lord cannot take precedence being ashamed of her position but those who are bewildered by her always talk nonsense being absorbed in thoughts of it is i and it is mine in the material world actually everybody is talking nonsense because it is always on this only it may sound very sensible but actually it is nonsense it will sound sensible to nonsensical people so going back so this is our position right now 175 and the next verse how to get liberated from this hmm anarthopashamam sakshad bhakti yoga madhokshaje lokasya janato vidvams chakre satvata samhitam the material miseries of the living entity which are superfluous to him superfluous means which are um, which are actually not concerning him at all but we think it concerns us It's not actually superfluous. Can be directly mitigated by the linking process of devotional service. By but the mass of people who do not know this, and therefore the learned Vyasadev compiled this Vedic literature, which is in relation to the supreme truth. So, in the previous two verses, Vyasadev, you know what is said here in today's verse. 
the two verses 74 and 75 of bhagavad gita the material energy and the living entity vyasadev saw this he saw maya behind krishna in the shadow of krishna she is working and then the living entity is under her shadow under her, her control and he is suffering because of that so he saw this full picture because he was blessed by his spiritual master narad muni narad muni they show him as a comedian he is the guru for vyasadev who wrote all the vedas narad muni that is his position hmm. so vyasadev saw this and he just did not say oh good i saw okay bye no are they suffering i have to help this is a compassion this is the compassion of a devotee he sees now we are krishna is saying you must know me in full when we know him in full we understand that there is a problem not with krishna but all of us the living entities in this material world are they are supposed to be enjoying with him they are here how can i help them how can they be released first of all release myself first of all and then i can talk of releasing others so we have to release ourselves and help others also become released from this control you see so therefore he compiled the vedic literature to educate us so therefore we have to take maya mukta jivarnahi svatah krishna gyan jivare kripaya koilo krishna veda puran krishna he in the form of vyasadev he compiled this vedic literature veda and puran everything so much voluminous literature to save us because we ourselves we cannot do it we cannot come out we cannot liberate ourselves when our if my hands are tied up i cannot release myself somebody else whose hands are freed he can release me if i am bound and another person also bound what are we going to do we have no sharp instrument also and the ropes are super strong and tight what chance do we have to release ourselves i don't gurudamni baddha very tightly bound up so we we cannot rely on any other person who is also bound and we cannot depend certainly on ourselves who are, who are bound we need the help of a person who has a very sharp instrument and whose hands are untied and he can tie many millions of hands who are tied that is guru that what is a sword what is a sharp instrument knowledge this knowledge so this is a guru what he does he cuts open this bondage to material world with the sword of knowledge gyanasina it is called bhagavad gita bhagavatam so many references are there knowledge is gyanasina asina means sword the sword of knowledge to cut the um, knots of material energy what is a knot how why my hands are tied no my hands are not tied why you are saying it is tied my hands are free no these ropes are not so easily seen yeah we are bound to this material world we are bound here and the greatest shackle is the woman the attraction for the opposite sex the lust kama esha krodha esha rajoguna samudbhava mahashano mahapapma vidhyanam iha vairinam when you say woman it is because i have a male mentality of course woman is woman but also for the woman 
the man is the object of enjoyment she also wants to enjoy in that relationship so she is also having male mentality here so the opposite sex the lust basically uh, for a pure devotee like haridas thakur you see woman came very attractive woman came maya herself two times once a prostitute once maya herself tested him his determination he was not moved because he was fixed in chanting hari krishna <clears throat> that is possible because he is fully pure devotee but the attraction for the hriday granthi hriday granthi means not in the heart you know when the marriage you know the tie the three knots dead knot is like you cannot remove it this <laughs> is the bondage of the material world it requires extreme mercy of krishna to sever that so in the heart there is a knot if we are so free then you should be able to easily leave our family and go no why we cannot go because there is a knot which doesn't allow us to go a knot of attachment hmm. so that knot of attachment has to be cut because ultimately whether we like it or not we are not going to stay with our family anyway let's be honest whether by death or by disagreement or by spiritual advancement one has to separate one has to separate one day so either it will be in the form of the painful death both the dying person and the witnessing person in full of ignorance both crying and both increasing their attachment more so and running the risk of again coming back in the material world either that way we separate or we separate with knowledge so if we separate with knowledge even if we are in the presence of the family we will at least understand it's not that we are asking our prabhu take sanyas not possible also uh, not so easy that i will pack my bags and i will go go where we will not last even one day once actually bakshidan saraswati thakur bakshidan saraswati thakur was uh, having one ceremony where some devotees were becoming taking sanyas initiation sanyas diksha they become sanyasis few people sitting now so one person he was was going to take sanyas he was doing swaha swaha and then his wife came held him by the ear pulled him out what are you doing come on come home now shouted and brought him back not so easy to come out <laughs> not that I, i want krishna's mercy has to be there hmm. so anyway even if many people i mean in this kaliyuga this is very very difficult because there is no brahmachari training also because before getting into marriage actually the boy has to be trained in brahmachari life he has to know how to live independently of the attraction for women without being dependent on women and he has to be not only just that as a bat sometimes india bachelor is brahmachari if he is not married is brahmachari are then there are bachelor daddies also not married but having kids what is that that's not brahmachari and brahmachari is not just a bachelor brahmacharati iti brahmachari who treads the spiritual path brahma means spiritual brahmachari means one who is walking on the path of spiritual life he is brahmachari 
even if he is a grahastha if he is walking on that path is brahmachari and in the brahmachari stage especially in that ashram his only business is that he is nothing else whereas in grahastha business there is you know involvement with material nature also but in brahmachari just that and nothing else uh, and he is trained under the guru uh, then he will learn everything so that is not there nowadays so how he will live without when he was young mother made everything for him doesn't even know how to wash his clothes and cook his own food forget about no spiritual knowledge and all this you know parents now especially in india no no you study you study i'll do everything for you is the worst possible training i remember when i came here first day temple prabhu asked me to sweep the floor morning sweep the floor i did not know how to hold a broom prabhu was shouting at me top of his voice <laughs> what is the use of your education no brains can't even hold a broom i was holding it like a cricket bat because i used to play cricket when i was <laughs> younger <laughs> if any time the cricket in india is cricket here this play soccer yeah, cricket so i was holding it like a cricket bat who will hold like this huh so he was and i was not even sweeping every inch of the place this is horrible so he scolded me like anything yeah what did your mother teach you what did your father teach you what did you what did you learn in your childhood huh you won't even survive one day if you are stranded on an island you don't know what is food and what is not also you will put something and die <laughs> zero knowledge practical just a theory i was this is what i am this, this is my literally my position theoretical hero practical zero that's it mathematics ah okay i could do washing my clothes you know what is the use practically zero but we are not just talking about this practicality the main thing is the spiritual knowledge hmm. so the training as with the brahmacharya life so anyway at least philosophically we have to understand that excessive attachment for family is the path to utter misery because the more we get attached the more we are creating a situation of pain when we going to separate when 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 somebody near uh, close relative close family member friend passes away what happens the person who is witnessing that he is filled with thoughts and images of all the interactions that they had and the more intimate interactions there are the more causes of misery there will be at that time of separation and not just misery is complete ignorance we have not we have to understand from day one that we are not going to be together this is just a you know like a bus stop where people come like maybe 30 people are there on the bus stop two minutes later one bus will come few people will go three people another two minutes later another bus will come another all 30 person all dispersed within 5 minutes maximum 10 minutes dispersed so that 10 minutes if we become very attached and if somebody is taking a bus oh, we cry for them what what no who will do that ha huh? nobody ha uh, but that's how we are actually becoming fooled by material nature by maya oh this is my father as a as a you know formality we have to you know take care and respect but we have to do that spiritually sometimes you know oh 
Prabhu, you are asking me to become devotee, but my father, you know, he does not want, he does not want to be, me to become devotee. So I will respect my father, I will not become a devotee. If Prahlad Maharaj did that, what will it be? Huh? We have to know what is correct. And if either father or son or mother or daughter or what, whoever, if they are not doing it, then, see our real father is Krishna. Krishna said that, I am the father of every species of life. So, he is our real father for time, from time immemorial he is waiting for us to come back. But we are not, so we have to go back to him. So that's why Vedic literature is, what is Vedic literature? Krishna's words only. So then, once we hear this, because Vyasadeva has written the next verse. Yasyam Vaishroya Manayam Krishne Paramapurushe Bhakti Rutpadya Tepumsam Shoka Moha Bhayapaha Simply by giving oral reception, that means oral ear. Oral reception means to hear, to listen. Simply by listening to this Vedic literature, the feeling for loving devotional service to Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead sprouts up at once to extinguish the fire of lamentation, illusion and fearfulness. So we have to hear Shrunu. That is the way the living entity can come out of this material world. And therefore Krishna says, Shrunu, that's Shrunu, please hear from me, so that you may come out of this. You understand what is material world, you understand yourself, now you, un- now you understand that you are trapped in this material world, now you come out. How to come out? Uh, you must remember me. That's why in the, after this verse, 7-5, this today is 7-5, if you go to like, just, uh, you know, just to see, see 7-6, he says, all created beings have their source in these two natures. Of all that is material and all that is spiritual in this world, know for certain that I am both the origin and the dissolution. And then next he says, I am the Supreme. Matta Paradaram Nanyat Kinchidasti Dhananjaya Maya Sarvamidam Kautam Sutre Maniganai Vaidhi. This is actually a very famous verse. O conqueror of wealth, there is no truth superior to me. Everything rests upon me as pearls are strung on a thread. And then he starts to begin to explain how to see that Supreme Lord in the material world. In this because now we are only in track. Okay, we understand. I am spiritual. Yes, there is material nature. Krishna is the controller of both. Fine. How am I going to re- remember him? I am every day. I am seeing earth, water, fire, air, ether. All these things I am seeing. I am drinking water every day. I am breathing air. I am hearing some sound. Now, so Krishna explaining is explaining that these are all happening because of me. You see, how we can see the potency of Krishna in day-to-day life. O son of Kunti, I am the taste of water. So when we taste water, we feel very satisfied. Especially when we are thirsty. We drink water. Ah, very satisfied. So Krishna says, I am the taste of water. In fact, not only water, any liquid. Prabhupada said, even if he is drinking wine or beer, he is getting drunk. If he likes the taste and if he starts to remember, oh, this taste is Krishna, one day he will become a saint and he will give up the drinking. Somehow or other, yena tena prakarena mana krishna nivesaya. 
somehow or other we have to remember Krishna. That will purify us eventually. The light of the sun, every day we are seeing sunlight. Krishna says, I am the light of the sun. And the moon. Daytime sun, nighttime moon. So there is no opportunity for us to forget Krishna. The syllable Om, Pranava, the syllable Om. If somebody is doing, um, you know, mantra chanting and all these things, yeah, I am that Om, Krishna is saying, in the Vedic mantras. I am the sound in ether. Any sound is only possible because of Him. And the ability in man, sometimes, you know, we see some great people, whether sports field or political field or scientific field or whichever field. So that ability is there in them only because of Krishna. Unless Krishna gave them the intelligence and the ability, they cannot. Somebody may be a strong fighter, like Bruce Lee was there. Uh, strength given by Krishna. And when Krishna withdrew the strength, then strong people, strong person, but 30-something, he died. Krishna can give, Krishna can take. Uh, only by his strength we will have something. Only by his strength we will not have something also. When he wishes to take it. So, in this way, of course, the verses go on. So, he is showing us how we can remember him so that that remembrance of him will purify us. And how can we remember him if we don't know how to remember him? And how to remember him, we will know only if we hear from him how to remember him. You understand? We have to remember him to get purified. How to remember him? We have to hear from him. He is telling how to remember him. Therefore, we have to hear Shravanam, Kirtanam. We have to chant His name. Remember. That is also remembrance. So, this is the way how a living entity can come out of this material nature. Um, just like a criminal, if he surrenders to the king, okay, I will. If the king, king chooses to pardon him, then he will be excused, finish. He will come out of the prison, like that. So, we have to qualify ourselves for that. So, okay, I was becoming very late. We will stop here. I don't think I have time for any questions also. If you have any questions, you can ask me.